Greetings, my brothers Hello. and sisters. Yes, welcome, welcome. And happy new year. Happy new year <laughs> to season four, episode yes. 102. Yes. As we focus on God. Now, we were actually here for the first Saturday of the new year. That's right. <laughs> Some of our viewers January may not have been. We haven't been uh -huh. here for a week now. <laughs> but we was actually here on January the 7th. And back then, the first Saturday of this new year, first Saturday of January 2023, we talked about family slash life. Yes. And if you missed it, our topic was uh, why parents encourage their sons to play a sport other than football. Mm-hmm. And our subtopic was we talked about various sports and the possible dangers of playing them in light of the football injury of DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. Who was a defensive back, or is a defensive back, of the uh, uh, Buffalo uh, uh, Bills. Yes. So, you know, we just, as we get ready to enjoy the NFL playoff games on this weekend, uh -huh. we just wanted to thank God that he's all right. Walking miracle. And he's back home. We don't know if he's going to be on the sideline with the Bills on tomorrow. But thank God he's back. And we also want to thank God that we're back before taking a little hiatus, a uh, Saturday off. And and while we was off, we introduced this new slideshow for yeah, season four. Season four. Uh, Did y'all like uh, hopefully that? Hopefully you enjoyed it. <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed it. So now we're going to focus on God. Hold on, I want to acknowledge our nephew. Go ahead. Darian Killian that mm -hmm. gifted us with his uh, unique right. uh, musical uh, presentation that mm -hmm. you heard on that slideshow. So we want to give him some kudos for that. Yes, yes, yes. So we thank you for that. We're excited mm -hmm. about him being on board with the Sons of Russ podcast. That's it. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to focus on God today uh -huh. as we look at uh, episode 102. Yes. And our topic is the King's family connection to Ebenezer Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. And subtopic is the history of Ebenezer Baptist Church in That's Atlanta, right. Georgia. Mm -hmm. And Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his family's legacy with the church. Yes. And since we celebrated Dr. King's birthday on January 15th, mm -hmm. and then we had the opportunity or the pleasure to watch the beloved community commemorative service at the King Center on TV yes. on Monday. So we realized while we was watching this that there's only 15 days before we officially start celebrating Black History Month. So we decided to extend it to January <laughs> yes. with some important black history for you today. Since they gave us the shortest month right. in the year, we said we're going to extend it, even though every day is a day of black history. We're going right. to extend it. So before we get started, we got to give a shout out to the BS3 Network. Uh, just a host of podcasters with all kinds of topics for your viewing and listening pleasure. So we want to definitely give a shout out, a thumbs up to all of our fellow yes, podcast yes. podcasters on this network. Yes, and yes. a special shout out, of course, last but certainly not least, 
to our fearless leader, our yes. son, Ben Sutter III. That's where the BS3 comes from. Right. He right. is the visionary and mm -hmm. the hardworking leader yes. of this network. So yes. we thank him for thank his spirit you, of excellence yes. and yes. all that he brings and, and keeps us in line. Right. So we right. thank right. <laughs> our son for that. And yes. also to let you know, he offers coaching. Yes. And that's how we got started. Uh, right. If you are interested in getting started in podcasting, mm -hmm. he is here to assist you with that. So reach out to him. That information is on your screen. And if you have not downloaded BS3 Network on your Roku device, right. uh, especially those you just got for Christmas, you mm -hmm. know, you got to start all <laughs> over again and downloading all that stuff. So think it. about it. Download BS3 Network on your Roku device. The mm -hmm. web link is on your screen. And if you would like to reach out to us at Suzerus Podcast, that's our email address. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, <clears throat> we're open to your suggestions, to anything you have to offer us. Uh, feel free to do so. And yeah, so before yeah. we get started, we do want to recognize our guest, uh, Deidre. Hi, Deidre. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Deidre. Hi. And uh, before we get started, though, we want to just give you a highlight of BS3 Network and all that is uh, available for you, mm -hmm. all the content. So stay tuned. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. going to start out with the edifice where it all began Ebenezer Baptist Church but actually it begun at Morehouse College because oh. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is an alumni of Morehouse College which also is BS3 our son mm -hmm. that's also his alma mater right. so that's the connection between the King family and the Sutter's family <laughs> is Morehouse but we're going to okay. start at Ebenezer Baptist Church Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh -huh. Now it's affiliated with the Progressive National Baptist Convention and American Baptist Churches. It was a church where Dr. Martin Luther King was co-pastor from 1960 until his assassination in 1968. 
the funeral of Dr. Martin Luther King was held at the church, April the 6th, 1968, and the funeral of Rayshard Brooks was held on June 23rd, 2020 at the mm. church. The funeral of Congressman John Lewis was held on July the 30th, 2020 at the church. And currently the church from which United States Senator Raphael Warnock has been pastor since 2005. So it's a location in a historic area now designated as the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historical Park. Mm. Go ahead. So we'll put the the actual there you go. That There's the is edifice. the edifice, the historical site, <laughs> if you will. If you will. And now, then do, go ahead. Go ahead and put the other one up. Go ahead. Okay. And this is the the most recent mm -hmm. of the uh edifices. There, there's been several. Right, right. Uh, right. How beautiful that is. That's and it. that's where we saw the commemoration. Right, right. So we'll go back to that in a second. Okay. So, but I want to give you a scripture mm. as we start off with this with this edifice and the locations okay. of worship. Mm -hmm. It's Romans 10, 14 through 15. Mm -hmm. And it says, How then should they call on him in whom they have not believed? Okay. And how should they believe in him in whom they have not heard. Mm -hmm. And how shall they hear without a, preacher? without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? And it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good news. This mm -hmm. is the church where the good news was being preached by <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his yes. father and and Irene's going to go in a little depth about those who were pastoring. Mm -hmm. But the church was founded in 1886 mm -hmm. by Pastor John A. Parker and eight people on Airline Street. The church's name derives from the book of Samuel, where Samuel names a place Ebenezer, meaning stone of help, to commemorate God helping the Israelites defeat the Philistines. Now, I want to give you this scripture because... The scripture is powerful. Mm. So I just give you the actual explanation of it, but to hear the actual scripture, the text, mm. which gives you power and inspiration. It says, then Samuel took a stone and set it in between Mezbah and Sheen and called the name of it Ebenezer, saying, hitherto has the Lord helped us. Wow. So the Philistines were subdued and they came to no more into the coast of Israel. And the hand of the Lord mm. was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. Mm. So during his first year as pastor, he was responsible for adding approximately 65 members to the church. Mm -hmm. Rem Williams liquidated the mortgage, purchased land near downtown Atlanta mm. on Magruder Street, and built a new church. Hmm. With the continued growth of the congregation, the church on McGruber Street soon became too small. Uh -huh. So in 1900, continued growth led to the purchase of Fifth Church on Bell and Gilmer Streets. Services continued there until 1914, when the congregation moved to the basement level of the Auburn Avenue South site. With his devotion to stay true to his calling 
and his lifelong desire to preach the word, God provided Reverend Williams' devotion to the purpose, which enabled him to secure a lot on the corner mm. of Auburn Avenue mm. and Jackson Street mm. in Atlanta. He raised $25,000. This is in the 1900s, right. which is probably equivalent to 25 million. Wow. He raised $25,000 for a building that included an auditorium, mm -hmm. a gallery that could seat 1,250 people. Mm. The church broke ground for the new building in 1914, March 1914. Mm. The congregation moved their worship service to a storefront at 444 Edgewood in around 1918 mm. while the upper level auditorium was being completed. This construction was completed and the building was dedicated in 1922. I know you wanted to mention something yeah, about Reverend Williams' so accomplishments. Yeah. Reverend, this, yeah. look, let me say the right Reverend, <laughs> Adam Daniel Williams. Yeah. I mean, that's genius. That's it. In my opinion. In that day and time, mm -hmm. to have administrated and managed right, right. the church, you know, in this phenomenal way, especially in the 18 and 1900s, y'all. That's right. And to raise $25,000, like right, my right. husband said, I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. That's a straight businessman, in that's my it. opinion. The that's man it. was, he was a genius. That's right. That's right. That's all I got to say. Very <laughs> impressed. Very impressed. Very impressed with yes. the way he did that. Yes. Considering all the discrimination and the racism yeah. that was going on. I know Atlanta was was a chocolate city back then, but still, that was a major still. accomplishment exactly. for him to do. But I want to talk about the architect for a minute. And uh -huh. The architect was Wallace Rayfield, mm. who was a black architect born May 10th, 1874, in Macon, Georgia, mm. by the name of Wallace Augustus Rayfield. Wow. He attended local schools in Macon, where our senior pastor, Dr. E. Dewey Smith, mm -hmm. Jr., of the House of Hope Atlanta, yeah. was born and raised. But after his mother's death, he moved to Washington, D.C. Mm. He was an apprentice at the architectural firm while attending Howard University. He then completed a graduate certificate from Pratt Institute before earning his bachelor's degree in architecture from Columbia University mm. in 1899. Look at that. Upon graduation, he was recruited by none other than Booker T. Washington, mm. the first leader of Tuskegee Institute, to the directorship of the Agricultural and Mechanical Drawing Department at Tuskegee Institute in Alabama. Wow. Now, in 1907, Rayfield opened a professional office in T Tuskegee from which he sold mail-order plans nationwide. <laughs> Are you listening to me? I hear you. Look at that. This brother sold mail-order plans. This is 1907. Mail-order plans nationwide. The world was bad. He advertised in Birmingham, Montgomery, mm. Mobile, and also Talladega, Alabama. And also, he advertised in Atlanta, Savannah, Macon, and Augusta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. This black genius, who was gifted by God, he was light years ahead of his time, just like Reverend Williams was light years ahead of his exactly. time. Exactly. Only explanation is they were gifted right. by God. That's it. And later that year, he constructed his own residence at 105 First Avenue South in 
Titusville, Alabama. Mm. Now the house, this is phenomenal. I'm telling you, I was mesmerized when I heard this. <laughs> and I read this. The house was designed, financed, and constructed entirely within the black community. Let's see. Entirely within the black community. We can get back to that, Yeah, this is we before can. integration, this is segregation, where we had the ability to do things like Look this. Look at that. One of only 10 such houses in Birmingham, according to the historian, mm. Philip W. Holland. The home featured a large stained glass window and a special architectural room surrounded by windows in the attic level. Mm. Rayfield's work as an architect consisted of designing the most significant buildings in the civil rights history, including, listen to this now, the 16th Street Baptist Church in 1911. That's where the, the uh, unfortunately, the episode happened with the kids. 63 oh, Baptist right. Church, right, yeah, right, Birmingham. Birmingham, and also Ebenezer Baptist Church in 1914. Mm. Now, his historic church has undergone several renovations, including the addition of an education building adjacent to the church in 1956. Mm. Then in 1999, you can put it back up again, okay. a new 1,700-seat church building yes, called the Horizon Sanctuary. Mm. was inaugurated within the Martin Luther King Jr. National Historical Park. Wow. In 2000, the study of the church building resulted in Ebenezer Baptist Church historic structure reported being issued by the National Park Service. Mm. This report served as a guideline for the restoration of the church. Mm. Ebenezer Baptist Church is like all famous buildings. Heartbreakingly mortal. Mm. It is unlike all famous buildings, much less all famous temples, inescapably humble, mm. made not of marble or, or granite or stone, but rather of red brick, mm. the precise color of Georgia clay. Mm -hmm. It squats rather than soars, more Romescu rather than Gothic or Greek. More blocking back was it a wide receiver on this NFL football playoff weekend. Uh -oh. Three stories tall, mm. but with no grasping spire, it claims the ground as much as the sky. Mm. Occupying the corner of a city block like a bulwark. Mm. It's stoically structured and the architectural announced no ambition greater than the determination to stay put and to hold fast, mm. which is the light of his history. It's the greatest ambition of all. The building is over 100 years old. And like I mentioned before, his name, Ebenezer, the Hebrew word for the monument left after a sacrifice. Mm. The wow. stone of help wow. in the book of Samuel has been nothing less than its fate. And that sacrifice also included the assassination of our leader and our inspire, the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Wow. One more time to look at this beautiful edifice. Yes, yes. To be inside of that. Wow. And this one we have actually 
mm -hmm. uh, able to tour yes. and had lots of pictures. Just couldn't mm -hmm. share all of them with you, but <laughs> beautiful sight. Now let's yes. get into some of these pastors. It, it's only been five of them in right. this church's history. That speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. This is the very first pastor, right. Reverend John A. Parker, mm -hmm. a freedman that right. accepted his calling and became the very first pastor mm -hmm. of the Ebenezer Baptist Church in 1886. Wow. Could not find a lot of history on him, but he founded this mm -hmm. now historical church with just 13 members. Wow. That's how it starts out. You know, the faithful few is what they call them. <laughs> And after it. its founding, Reverend John A. Parker died eight years later mm. in 1894. He mm -hmm. laid the groundwork it. and That's it's it. still mm -hmm. standing, still existing, right. still historical, mm -hmm. still making impact on the city of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Now, this one right here is the Reverend. <laughs> look, the right Reverend, what mm -hmm. I call him, right. Adam right. Daniel Williams. Williams right. On March 14th, uh, 1894 <laughs> is when he became the second pastor of Ebenezer uh -huh. Baptist Church. Right. And the church was struggling upon his leadership with only mm -hmm. 17 members. So right. he gained, you know, a few more after, uh -huh. after Parker. Parker. Um, mm -hmm. However, during the first year, year of his pastorialship, mm -hmm. approximately 65 members were added to the church. Now that was huge. That was huge. That was huge back then. Mm -hmm. And so let me just uh, mention his daughter. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember her, <laughs> that's, right? That's right. The daughter was Alberta Christine Williams King. Right, right. And his grandson. Mm -hmm. That's it. Look, See the, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> right, now he right. says there's a resemblance. Oh, that's the grandfather. Yes. Do y'all see yeah. it? Yeah, I guess I do. The <laughs> lips for sure. Yeah, the nose. Uh, yeah. All of that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and so for the next 36 years, mm -hmm. Reverend A.D. Williams right. would grow the congregation's numbers. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said before, he did it geniusly. Mm -hmm. I, I could not believe you know, the impact that he made on that church. Right, right. And so to just uh, continue on with uh, Reverend Williams, he mm -hmm. had powerful sermons and right, right. strong leadership skills, as mm -hmm. you've heard before, right, and increased right. the membership. Remember, he took the church on with 17 members, mm -hmm. and that increased to 400 in 1903. Wow. And then it grew 10 years later to 750 wow. by 1913. Ooh, look at God. Now, I, you know what? I don't know what to say. As hard as it is now for church memberships to grow, mm -hmm. this man that. was doing something under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, yes, of course. Yes, yes. Now, you know, to give him uh, a lot of uh, recognition. Mm -hmm. Now, he was a supporter, mm -hmm. a promoter, and an encourager of Black businesses. Right. Now, right. if we could do that as well today, I know some people say Black business and I, we don't do right. Mm -hmm. But we've got to encourage our we black businesses. Yeah, and that's to. what it's like in, in the ATL. If you mm -hmm. haven't been here, this chocolate city got some black business. That's it. <laughs> and he urged his congregation to become, get this, homeowners. That's it. And I'm going to give a quote from, from him. He said, to get a piece of the turf. There you go. <laughs> he led them in that battle to, you know, adequate public mm -hmm. accommodations mm -hmm. for blacks, despite the Jim Crow Right. segregation laws. Mm -hmm. He still encouraged his people. That's it. 
And so, you know, Reverend Martin Luther King Sr., who mm -hmm. was his son-in-law, right. known as Daddy King. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's him. <laughs> uh, he served as the assistant pastor to Reverend Williams from 1927 to 1930. All right. And then upon Pastor Williams passing in 1931, and after 36 years of pastoring, mm -hmm. Reverend Martin Luther King Sr., mm -hmm. the husband of Alberta King, right, right. and the father of yeah. the Reverend Dr. Martin right. Luther King Jr., right. he assumed the mantleship of um, Ebenezer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, again, Reverend King Sr., Mm -hmm. He became the third pastor right. of Ebenezer in 1931 right. and led the congregation and the community mm -hmm. for four decades. Wow. wow. I mean, do we hear of that? Sometimes we do. Mm -hmm. uh, not very often, but sometimes. And right, of course, right, his right. wife, as I mentioned before, mm -hmm. uh, Alberta Williams King. And um, he, you know, his father-in-law was the second pastor right. of Ebenezer. Now, I didn't realize this. I think I've heard this before, mm -hmm. but Reverend Martin Luther King Sr. Mm -hmm. was actually Michael Luther King. Wow. He changed his name to Martin mm -hmm. in July of 1957. Okay. Okay. I like the ring of Martin. I'm mm -hmm. glad. I'm glad <laughs> that he did that. And yeah. this that name still rings out today. Mm -hmm. So his wife, let me just bring up this working first lady. She mm -hmm. wasn't sitting there like a trophy mm -hmm. with a little hat on. She was what we call in today's times, the minister of music at Ebenezer. Wow. She was a working first lady. Mm -hmm. And I love that. When I was the first lady, I was a working first lady. That's I didn't right. sit down in that That's pew right. and look cute, <laughs> even though I did have the opportunity to do so. Mm -hmm. But Daddy King was considered a giant mm -hmm. in the community, as was his four, you know, the former pastors as well, right, right. but he guided the church through financial crisis. Mm -hmm. Again, administration is important in the black church. That's it. So during his tenure, Reverend King senior, mm -hmm. he had three co-pastors. Now okay. they didn't mention any of the others, uh, Parker, you know, I guess he was just there for the short period of time, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but his first co-pastor was his son, Right, the Reverend right. Dr. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr., right. uh, who was nurtured in this Christian environment. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Dr. King preached his first sermon at Ebenezer, right. and of course, he was right. later uh, ordained mm -hmm. at the age of 19 in Ebenezer. Ebenezer. Right, right. Um, and so when Dr. King completed his doctoral uh, study at Boston University, mm -hmm. A school of theology in, in 1954, he mm -hmm. accepted a pastorate at Dexter Avenue Baptist Church wow. in Montgomery, Alabama. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Ebenezer church members, of course, they flooded <laughs> the church. Right, they attended right. his installation and rightfully mm -hmm. so in right. large numbers. Right, right. So he uh, actually rejoined his father as co-pastor. Mm -hmm and served from 1960 until 1968 right. when he was assassinated, mm -hmm. which was such a sad time in our history. Right. Uh, but we still celebrate him today and thank God for his daughter, Bernice, that continues to carry that mantle. Yes. Uh, that looks just like her daddy. She mm -hmm. can't help it. But in 1980, 
the uh, Martin Luther King Jr. National Historic Site was established. Mm -hmm. Now, if you haven't visited this site, I'm telling you, that is a must mm -hmm. for you to see. Mm -hmm. It's comprised of several buildings, mm -hmm. which is located uh, around the King birthplace, mm -hmm. which was uh, one of those areas that we were able to see um, his home. And uh, check this picture out. This is actually his home, the home front uh, on Auburn Avenue in Atlanta's historic Sweet Auburn District. Now, among uh, other historic sites on this uh, structure of 35 acres is uh, the original Ebenezer Baptist Church edifice, which is now, as we mentioned, a historical site, as well as the, uh, the grave site of um, Reverend King and Mrs. Coretta Scott King, which right, we right. were graced to be able to take a picture in front of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so this site, it's an important site, I'm telling you. And this one uh, has a, another historical museum behind it mm -hmm. that you should definitely put on your, your bucket list if you have not seen that. Mm -hmm. um, it's a visitor center with the American Civil Rights Movement Museum, right, right, which right. illustrates the entire path of the late great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Mm -hmm. um, he remained in his position, as I said, until 1968. And okay. his final farewell, I'm sure, was uh, historical in itself, mm -hmm. was at the old Ebenezer site. I don't mm -hmm. think the new one had been uh, erected yet. Uh, but I'm sure they were overflowing because this church is big, but it's not that big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Dr. King, of course, we know, was assassinated April 4th of 1968 right. while he was standing on the balcony of the Lorraine Motel yeah, in yeah. Memphis. Um, and then he led, he was there to lead a march in support mm -hmm. of uh, the local sanitation workers union. Mm -hmm. And he was pronounced dead one hour later. Wow. Uh, such a sad year uh, and forever will be remembered. Mm -hmm. Now, following his assassination, uh, his brother, Mm -hmm. was uh, elevated to be the associate pastor of Ebenezer. His name is Reverend Alfred Daniel Williams mm -hmm. King. Mm -hmm. um, and he, you know, he and his father led the congregation at Ebenezer. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, he had a short uh, amount of time considering his father and his mother were just grieving still from their son's assassination, they faced fresh tragedy the next year, the very mm -hmm. next year, when this son, uh, Reverend Alfred King, mm -hmm. drowned in his pool mm -hmm. um, in, in 1969. Wow. So can you imagine the grief his parents were mm -hmm. experiencing? So uh, following uh, Reverend King's brother, this was the next Mm -hmm. um, associate minister. His name is Dr. Otis Moss Jr. Okay. And I discovered he was the assistant pastor in 71. And mm -hmm. I believe he is still alive today. Can mm -hmm. you believe that? <laughs> um, wow. And uh, going back to Daddy King, after serving, get this, 44 years mm -hmm. of tremendous service to Ebenezer mm -hmm. and the world, right. he right. retired. Mm -hmm in August 1st, 1975. Wow, wow. So that's, wow, such great history. We're going to pause now to 
Oh, cousin. Oh, blessings blessings to you as well, Sheila. Thank, thank you for tuning, for tuning in. in. So uh, to keep going with the um, pastors of Ebenezer, we'll go down to uh, Dr. Joseph L. Mm-hmm. Roberts Jr. Mm-hmm. He became the fourth senior pastor and he served for 30 years. Wow. Look at this longevity. <laughs> Adding over 2,000 members and leading the church into its current edifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a work. Mm-hmm. What a work, sir. Yes, in sir. 1999, mm-hmm. he is known for mentoring a number of young ministers while pastoring and for being an energetic orator and an accomplished musician. Right, right, so during right. his 30 years, he presided as pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, as many as 2,000 new members, as I mentioned, were added to the church. Right, and right, financial right. giving, look, mm-hmm. in this day and time, increased 300%. Yes, yes. The man yes. was doing, he was leading this church, okay? <laughs> he launched an extensive community outreach program that included the teenage mother's ministry, tutoring and counseling programs, a food co-op and an older adult daycare center. And in 2006, he Mm. published Sideswiped by Eternity, sermons from Ebenezer Baptist Church. This Mm -hmm. collection of sermons demonstrates Robert's commitment to the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., yes, yes, the yes. lives of his parishioners, and the messages of Jesus Christ. Yes, wow, yes. I would love to have a copy of that. <laughs> Side swiped by eternity. Robert's yes. passed away mm-hmm. on February 15, 2015, mm-hmm. and he was survived by his wife, Esther Roberts. And sadly enough, you know, when you're married for a long time, she didn't live much, not even a year later. Right. She passed the same year. Wow. But they have one son and two daughters and six grandchildren. Mm, mm. And now, before we go any further, let's see the comment that we have. All right. A day oh, blessing. Thanks for tuning Thanks in. Thanks for tuning all in. Right, all right. And so we go to the honorable look. <laughs> Took up Thank the you. whole screen. Reverend Dr. Raphael Gamilio Warnock. <laughs> he it has served as senior pastor of this historic Ebenezer Baptist Church since mm-hmm. 2005. Right, right. And, you know, how enriching and how complimentary to have this honor for him mm-hmm. to preach the gospel in this spiritual house right. of right. these giants, mm-hmm. of the giants, starting with Parker, Williams, mm-hmm. King, mm-hmm. Daddy King, uh, Dr. King, Roberts, <laughs> right, I'm telling you, right. what, an honor. what an honor. And as you know, Reverend Warnock is the U.S. Senator, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. second, you know, second year in right. that, right. you know, has gone through such great lengths to, to make it in again mm-hmm. in this great state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we casted our vote. We'll do it again <laughs> and again. That's He's right. the son. He has history in his blood of two Mm -hmm. Pentecostal pastors uh, and responded to his calling to the ministry at a very young age. And at Mm -hmm. the age of 35, Mm -hmm. he became the fifth and the youngest person ever called to the senior pastorate Mm -hmm. of Ebenezer Baptist Church, which Mm -hmm. was founded again in 1886. Right, right. 
So coming to Ebenezer, which is known as the America's Freedom Church, mm -hmm. and under Warnock's leadership, the church continues its legacy of social activism right. with both spiritual and numerical growth. Mm -hmm. So Reverend Warnock's legacy includes the opening of Martin Luther King Senior Community Research Complex right, right. in 2012. I don't mm -hmm. know if we've been there. <laughs> We've right, got so right. much to see here in Atlanta, but this facility houses Martin Luther King's Community Resources Collaborative, right, which right. provides support to the Atlanta community at large. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is where the housing right, facility right, is. Right, right. Warnock, uh, as his predecessor, Dr. King, mm -hmm. is a graduate of the great Morehouse well, College Morehouse. in 1991, <laughs> the right. house, receiving his Bachelor of Arts degree in psychology. Mm -hmm. He also holds a Master of Divinity degree from the Union Theological Seminary mm -hmm. in New York City, right, from which right, he graduated right. with honors and distinction. Mm -hmm. So seeing his pastoral work as tied to the Ministry of Scholarships and the Life of the Mind, Dr. Warnock mm -hmm. received a Master of Philosophy degree wow. and a Doctor of Philosophy degree uh, in the field of Systemic Degree mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the, sorry, in the field of systemic theology. theology right, right. Wow. Mm -hmm. The brother got some degrees. <laughs> he has also received honorary degrees mm -hmm. from the Morehouse School of Medicine right. of, of, uh, Fisk University and mm -hmm. of the University of the Virgin Islands. Right, right, right. Dr. Warnock is an Ascend, Ascend Fellow at mm -hmm. the Aspen Institute, mm -hmm. a senior fellow at Auburn Theological wow. Seminary, wow and a graduate of the Summer mm -hmm. Leadership Institute of Harvard University and Leadership of Atlanta. Right, right. The right. man, wow. Yeah. The yeah. great Dr. Warnock mm -hmm. leadership uh, includes more than 4,000 new members wow. at Ebene Ebenezer yeah. Baptist Church. Yes, yes. Now his first book is entitled The Divided Mind of the Black Church, mm -hmm. Theology, Piety, and the Public Witness. Mm -hmm. He is the proud father of one daughter, daughter Chloe, mm -hmm. and one son, Caleb. And right. if I'm not mistaken, he has a book signing coming up in February of mm -hmm. a new book. When this man finds time, <laughs> we're still trying to write this book. Right, right, this right. man has found time to write a book. Right. So if you're in the Atlanta area, check it out. Uh, he had the honor mm -hmm. uh, at the request of President Barack and First Lady Michelle Obama right. to deliver the closing prayer at the 2013 inaugural prayer service. Right. Right. I remember that held at the National Cathedral mm -hmm. and delivered the sermon yeah. for the annual White House prayer breakfast in mm -hmm. March, 2016. Right. 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 So today, Ebenezer with the congregation of over 6,000 continues uh -huh. to serve the Atlanta community right. in the right. Martin Luther right. King Jr. National a historic site mm -hmm. under the dynamic leadership of Reverend Warnock. Right, right. So Warnock, as I mentioned before, is the first, is the fifth, fifth I'm right, sorry, right. minister mm -hmm. to lead Ebenezer congregation in its 136 wow. year wow. history. Wow. So look at the tenure, the mm -hmm. accomplishments, mm -hmm. the impact of all of these pastors. Right. Of Ebenezer. I'm going to run it back down again. Mm -hmm. Reverend Parker, eight mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Reverend Williams, 36 years. Mm -hmm. 
I'm sorry, you're going to go back. Mm -hmm. Reverend Parker, here we go. Eight years. Mm -hmm. Reverend Williams, 36 years. Grandfather. That's it, the grandfather. Mm -hmm. Reverend Dr. King Sr., Daddy King, Mm -hmm. 44 years. It kept increasing. (laughs) Reverend Roberts. Right. The next one, sorry, that's the associate. Mm -hmm. Reverend Roberts is the next. There we go. 30 years. Mm-hmm. And now Reverend Warnock is on year 17 and counting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all got to come. We got to go visit this mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. We have yet to go and visit, hopefully to catch Reverend Warnock. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. It's amazing how he flies in and delivers sermons and mm-hmm. flies back to D.C. <laughs> to do his, mm-hmm. you know, senator work. Mm-hmm. I am so impressed with him. Uh God bless all of them, their souls, the one that's still living, mm-hmm. uh, and Reverend Dr. Warnock, as well as Bernice King and right. Dexter and Martin the Third. Right, right. That's right. carrying the mantle of mm-hmm. their father. Mm-hmm. What a blessing. So we talked about uh, Reverend Warnock. I just wanted to chime in here regarding his uh, as a senator. Uh, we know his accomplishments as a pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. But, you know, since 2005, Mm -hmm. the U.S. Senate, Raphael Warnock has been senior pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. He is the fifth, like we said before, who served as senior pastor. But on January the 30th, 2020, Mm -hmm. Raphael Warnock announced his campaign for Kelly Loeffler's Senate seat during the 2020 special election. Okay. So in a special election, mm-hmm. runoff election, on January the 5th, 2021, Reverend Warnock defeated Loeffler, receiving 51% of the popular vote. Mm-hmm. And with this victory, Warnock made history wow. by becoming the first black senator from the state of Georgia. Mm. And then on December the 6th, 2022, Reverend Warnock made further history by becoming the first black senator from Georgia elected to a full six-year term by defeating Herschel Walker, a former University of Georgia football star. Thank you, Lord. So the reason I wanted to bring that up is because we talked about Dr. King and Dr. King's dream. Yes. Dr. King's dream of equality and and equal representation from black be- people being able to vote mm. came into fruition mm-hmm. by the pastor of his former church where he co-pastored is Pastor Raphael Warnock. Mm. Also an alumni brother. Yes. So God answered Dr. King's prayers mm. and fulfilled his dream with the current pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church being a senator. Mm. So this is no coincidence. We don't believe in coincidence. We don't believe in happenstance. We don't believe things just happen out of the blue. No, no, no. With God's revelation to the world that his will will be done. A lawmaker, look. Yes, and God fulfilled Dr. King's dream Mm -hmm. by empowering black men and, and women all across the country to become politicians. Yeah which is a blessing. So we had to bring that, I had to bring that out is that Dr. King's dream came into fruition as a pastor from his church, Mm. being the first black senator to get a full term 
here in Georgia. And also, I'm sorry to interrupt, but also that when you think about it, the, the our right to vote, you know, all that he fought for, he fought for right. Dr. King. Right. Um, right. And then to say that we were able to make it happen here right. in Georgia right. for right. the senator. Turn Georgia blue. That's it. That's major. Right. Major. 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 But not only that, that's just the 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 the, the peak of the iceberg. It's getting even better because mm. now the first black governor of Maryland was just elected. Yes. One of brother. only five, one of only five in this country. Stacey Abrams, she run a good campaign. She couldn't make it to be governor of Georgia, but it's only beginning. Yes. And the as we as we realize that Dr. King's dream was for us to to come into positions were of influence yes. as politicians is coming to fruition. So we just thank God for that. So before I turn it back over for the closing scripture, God just gave me this scripture, mm. which is first Peter two fifteen. Mm -hmm. It says, for so is the will of God mm. that with well-doing, you may put to silence the ignorance mm. Of foolish men. <laughs> My God, that look, that's happening right now. Right now. Thank you, Lord. You, yes. You see what these Republicans doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Dividing amongst themselves while mm -hmm. we still climbing that's up. It. That's it. Majority. We mm. are becoming the majority that's as right. black people. That's right. So hang in there. Hang in there. <laughs> we yes, hope that yes. this show has been an inspiration to you. Yes. Has been informative as mm -hmm. well. Um we did some in-depth research and were enlightened right. ourselves. So right. we just thank right. God for kicking off this, mm -hmm. uh, not just month of black history. Cause right. we said it's 365 it's days, days a That's year. Right. That's right. And we're going to celebrate and continue to bring you some good black history mm -hmm. content, not just in February, but mm -hmm. throughout this throughout year. This year. So right. we want to just pause as well for a moment of silence for uh, Kevin Lemons, as you know, he did pass away and his services were on today. They had a glorious time in the mm -hmm. Lord celebrating this man of God. Yes. So we're going to pause just for a moment uh, to reflect on his life, his legacy, his family, mm -hmm. and definitely lifting up his wife and the choir, higher calling and mm -hmm. prayer. Join us for a moment of silence. And now as we conclude our show for today, yes, our yes. closing scripture is on your screen. It's Jeremiah chapter three, verse 15. Mm -hmm. And it reads, and I will give you pastors according to mine heart, yes. which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Mm -hmm. What a blessing. And Ebenezer has experienced that firsthand. And I pray that you have as well at your respective churches. We just did forget to mention, though, Dr. Martin Luther King Sr. Mm -hmm. was uh, a pastor at our current church, right, which right, is right, 146 right. years old, I yeah, believe. Right, right. So at Greater Traveler's Rest. That's it. I don't That's know it. what year it was. Mm -hmm. I don't know what his tenure was. Right. But nevertheless, we are in a historical church yes, of the yes. King family mm -hmm. as well. Yes. So we pray blessings upon you. Continue blessings over your weekend yes, and yes. make it a great week next week. God bless you. God Thank bless you for you. tuning in.